The journey through executive search is, is always fun and interesting. Boards are truly about giving, and people forget that. You're giving a lot of your time. Focus on your strategy. A very focused strategy on having a focused strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks, Paul. Do you want to be the absolute best candidate for a job you'll love in a career with balance? Veteran leadership career catalyst Jonathan Flax is teaming up with leading executive search professionals to provide you with cutting-edge career transition strategies. Welcome to Career Transition Experts. And now, here's your host, Jonathan Flax. I am as excited as ever, maybe maybe the most excited I've ever been in hosting a guest for our program the Career Transition Experts is now uh, hosting Paul Stefanik. Paul's been a friend of mine for probably about 10 years. We met through ACG at uh, various uh, functions in New York and Glo- the Glo- Global uh, ACG, this Association for Corporate Growth, where middle market private equity invest- uh, investments get, get struck up, deals get struck up with investment bankers. Paul's been a, um, a master builder of companies, of teams, and of people as an executive search professional. And that has a very interesting twist and turn to his story that has him be now the vice president of sales at a packaging company. Paul, say hello and tell us a little more if I've missed anything. Jonathan, thank you. And hello to everyone. I appreciate the opportunity. And um, I think your intro was great. Um, long, long in the tooth, retained executive search and, and a builder of teams and people and in corporate as well. So I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, great. I did forget to mention 25 years you've been in the business. Tell us before we get into the details, like bottom line, if someone sticks around and listens to this episode, what's one of the main things they're going to walk away with? Um, the answer I'll have is focus. They're going to walk mm. away with understanding focus and strategy. Mm, excellent. All right, great. So tell us a little bit about your journey and uh so give us like the two-minute story of your vision and your strategy for your career and how you got to where you are today. So uh, full disclosure, native New Yorker, born and raised, moved out to Ohio because of, of marriage in a very positive way. And then um, no one goes to college to be um, an executive search. You just don't. That sort of happened based upon the, the transition of physical relocation and found the career and the passion around it because I enjoyed having higher level conversations with VPs. And uh, the journey through executive search is is always fun and interesting, lots of different characters in that uh, space. But at the same time, it's a journey that allows you to grow and, and challenge your own thoughts. Um, my first transition out um, of executive search was based upon a, a, a very common clause, a non-compete clause. It allowed me to get back in. Um, and then the recent transition out was based upon a client trying to hire me. And, and that was interesting and fun at the same time. And um, you figure things out along the way based upon who you are as a person and, uh, and a professional. Right. So you told me uh, a week or so ago that you were working with this client. You had uh, some candidates for a role that they were considering. Pick, pick up the story from there. How, how did this turn, turn out? So the candidate was uh, hired um, and and didn't work out. And they and I represented candidates because in our world of executive search, if you truly retain the executive search pro, it's a year guarantee. 
And uh, I instantly said, no problem. We'll redo the search and presented more candidates. And they just tapped me and said, I'd rather hire you for the role. And that's how that transition made itself for my, for my career change. Got it. Now, uh, what was that process like for going from executive search professional to candidate? It was it was actually fun. It was enjoying um, because you actually know the questions they should be asking. And if they ask it in the wrong way, you, you know, really where the answer needs to go anyway. So it's it was fun. I enjoyed hmm. it. What are some of the questions you remember this particular uh, process, including that that you e- either knew was coming, so you nailed it or knocked it out of the park, or if you have two stories, one that they asked it a little off, but you knew how to redirect it. Um, you can so take that as a two-part two question, Paul. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do when you get here? Okay. Uh, how long is it going to take to get it done? You knew that those were the types of questions they were going to ask, and mm. they, they didn't ask it appropriately all the time. And But I, I still had my 90-day plan literally in PowerPoint form. So when they said we had to do the video during, um, do the interview over video because of COVID, but I just shared my screen, walked them through, and they were, they were pleased to see that I was organized, prepared, and told them how to, how to make this happen. Excellent. We advise our candidates to um, be uh, going through a process. We have a, a process of gathering insights so that they can offer, like whether they're asked or not, they can offer a 90-day plan that hits home on what the organization wants. Like you said, back of their minds, what are you going to do and when are you going to get it done to make this hire really relevant? Um, how long was the – how many slides did you use and what was your approach to, to presenting a 90-day plan? You have to keep all slides under 10 slides number minimum and then only about one or two bullets per slide to show impact and keep mm. And you really don't want to stay long on a slide. Um, you'll lose their, their focus and attention. So I live by the rule of threes. So very close, one to two. I say up to three bullets per slide. Very large font, not lots and lots of text. So you and I are on the same page with that. That's, that's good for our listeners. What do you think was the um, question that didn't happen or got to- asked incorrectly? And how did you redirect the question? They didn't know how to ask, you know, if you were in my shoes, what would you do and why? Mm. As to so be the CEO, and I've been a CEO of, of more than one company, and you really do need to see both sides of the table um, and realize even as a candidate and then the hiring entity, what, what are they really driving for and what are you bringing to the table? Gotcha. Really good. Really good. Knowing that we uh, like to advise candidates on a range of things, but to give you know surprisingly specific insights What's the number one thing you would advise candidates look seeking leadership roles or the number one thing you have advised candidates when you were in executive search um, that really was important and, and worked? When a candidate approaches me, um, they'll say, so what roles do you have? And I said, OK, that's that's one angle is way yeah. to throw opportunities at you. But I said, focus on your strategy and strengths. And and they said, well, what does that mean? I said. What industries you bring into the table? What disciplines? Are you selling the same channel? Walk me through where you truly fit versus ca- everyone's capable of doing any job. We have two eyes, two ears, blah, blah, blah. I said, focus on your top talents, what you're bringing. Right. And, mm. and they're like, well, 
you know, who has those jobs? And I go, don't wait for them. Go find it. And, I, and they're like, well, how does that work? I said, very simple. What keywords should you be found by? And, and they're always like, I, I don't know. I said, mm. no one knows your name. We're one of 600, 700 million people on LinkedIn. No one knows your name. Trust me, they don't remember it. And I said, what keywords are you found by? And they don't know. I said, well, go find the job spec that really fits you and interests you. And they're like, okay. So I said, don't go rip apart those keywords and make sure they're in your LinkedIn profile. Guess what? You'll be found. Focus on your strategy. It's great. A very focused strategy on having a focused strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks, Paul. Paul, what is, uh, I ask you, I guess, all the time, the dumbest thing you've seen smart people do? Give me an example of one of the dumbest things you've seen a smart person do. We have very intelligent listeners. Uh, you know, there's there's a few, but there's one that just will never leave my mind where this was, an, I'm going to say, a mid-level IT person. And they were working for a company and they said, we need to increase our bandwidth because I could see there's problems of us managing the throughput of the business. So when I heard that, I instantly looked at the CIO and said, hey, after this meeting, let's spend five minutes. And the CIO goes, what do you think? I said, I think you need to run right now a check. Let's, let's just check what's going on with the pipe. And sure enough, the same person who asked about the pipe was chewing up most of the um, bandwidth because they were hitting inappropriate websites. Yeah. So <laughs> there's, there's a person who was doing a, a decent job in IT, but they were doing it <laughs> and didn't realize that using the corporate pipe, even though they weren't using a corporate computer at the time, they were still chewing up the pipe. Interesting. Wild. Wild story. Uh, Anything else that you want to share as insights, uh, specific um, tweaks, specific shifts that, you know, you coming into our our conversation today, you knew you wanted to make sure people people learn from you. So a lot of people are always baffled by why they can't build a relationship with a recruiter. And and it's not a it's not a challenge. But realize every conversation you have with anyone needs to be a two-way conversation. It's never about having two hands out. God did give you two hands, one to give, one to receive. Mm -hmm. So that conversation needs to to highlight yourself and ask how you can help them. And good search consultants are not always focused on candidates. Trust me when I tell you that. The revenue is based upon the client who's paying. So you want to find new clients. Candidates are easy to find. So offer them insights to ways to broker intros for them for a, a client development. They will go out of their way to help you. There's, there's how you broker a relationship with a, a good recruiter. So if a candidate uh, knows of a hiring uh, uh, situation, and not one from another recruiter, but one that they discovered on their own, okay. and can it can share that with uh, with the recruiter in your. If you share that, folks, with the recruiter in your in your circles that you're looking to help them get uh, hired by a company that's hiring, that's going to go a long way in your relationship. Very much so. Great, really great, Paul. Paul, I like to ask two other personal questions. Uh, you're stranded on a desert isle. You'll have one one record, one group, one singer, songwriter, artist, band. Who's your favorite? And Billy Joel. Awesome. <laughs> Coming from New York, living near the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I can resonate with and being a piano player. My, well, you're the one who lived near the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but I'm also a piano player, so I'm a uh, big thumbs up on Billy Joel. 
And is there a cause that you care about that uh, we can mention in the show notes? Yeah, thank you. And and I think everyone has been touched some way to want to focus on a cause. And I'm, I'm recently engaged with the Alzheimer's Association. I'm looking at uh, joining as a board member on a, on, a national, on a regional basis to help them. My father was and family was touched by Alzheimer's. Hmm. You know, you're on a number of boards. So I want to ask you one bonus question for uh, any of our listeners who are also, I have a, a client recently who just did a resume adjustment uh, recently just got hired as a chief operating officer, has been on a few boards, wants to get on another one or two. What is uh, your advice for people who uh, who have successfully found themselves invited to be on board, board of director, you know, have gotten board director seats? So everyone wants to get on a board when you reach a certain point in your career. And the answer I have is, you know, there's two kinds. One, there's paid and there's unpaid. Um, and everyone wants to be paid, but you need to, to learn what the value of a board is. So you get that through the unpaid, through a not-for-profit or some other way, or you're going to get out through a, a startup to be on their board and you'll get a, a half a percent, a percent or two of the company. To get on the paid boards um, of publicly traded, that's a very strategic play. And if you're not adding value to the strategy of that business, you'll never be found. And they're going to look for major branded players that are also aligned by industry and, and to the existing team. That's how those high-level board positions are, are filled. Great, great. And with someone who does have some board experience, they've done some of the free or startup boards to get to that next level, let's say, in the, in the middle market. Any ideas there, suggestions? Yeah, use your network as one thing. Focus on your passion. So like the Alzheimer's Association, I just said, I, I want to help. Mm. And when they realized some of the things I can bring to the table, they said, we'd like to talk to you about a board seat. I said, we'd be, be honored to, just mm. because it's a giving thing. Boards are truly about giving. And people forget that. You're giving a lot of your time to focus on the, the betterment of the entity. Really great insight. Anything else you want to leave us with, Paul? No, thank you. Thank you. You've been a great uh, source of insights and inspiration. I'm looking forward to uh, continuing our friendship and we'll speak to you soon. Thank you, sir. An absolute pleasure and thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Career Transition Experts. If there's anything we can do to help you be the absolute best candidate for a job you love without the typical torture, our contact information is in the show notes. And we are here for you. Thanks again for listening. Bye for now.